everybody, this is Girl Talk Real Talk. This is Paige Klingenpeel, and with me, of course, is Miss Amy Hanna. But today is a very special day because we have a new friend that is joining us. Her name is Tisha Strasser. She has a new last name, ladies and gentlemen, because she just got married this year. <laughs> Exciting. Tisha is the amazing founder and owner of Bring It, Push It, Own It. It's an awesome organization locally here at Fort Wayne for boys and girls, talking about confidence building, learning healthy exercise and eating, and just learning to just love themselves. And I love her for it. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. So today we're going to talk about confidence versus arrogance. Now, this is an amazing conversation for us ladies, because there is a term for women particularly that are quote unquote confident or arrogant. And it kind of just sums up what most people think of women who are overly confident. We won't say the words because we are PG-13, in <laughs> fact. Although any more PG-13. I was <laughs> going to say, have you listened to some of our episodes? Yeah, oh, like, um... yes. So there is a word that describes it. But ladies, tell me your thoughts on the whole confidence versus arrogance issue. Oh, my gosh. This is just such a sticky subject for me. So I feel like, I mean, confidence, uh, I've talked about this a little bit with what we do in our organization, comes from a place of authenticity, like knowing who you truly are and walking in that space and your personality doesn't change or reflect like where you are, who you're with or what's going on. So just being authentically who you are, I think for women specifically, I think that sometimes that's hard to do. And so when you are always that person, people can look at you as, as a couple of the words that we won't talk about or as being arrogant just because you own who you are. So my nonprofit, Bring It, Push It, Own It, the own it is about owning who you are and being okay with, I think maybe you guys talked about on your podcast, you know, not always being liked or mm. not always being able to fit in to a certain space or place. And so that can come off, I think, to other people as a little bit of arrogant because it just doesn't, I don't let it affect me completely. Not that it doesn't affect me. You just have to be careful that it affects you. You work through that emotion, you move forward and you, you do the same thing again the next time. So mm. I think for people that aren't authentically loving themselves and they don't know who they are yet and they're still working through that struggle, it can look completely different. You know, and one of the ways that I, I distinguish between confidence and arrogance is teachability or just humility, right? Like I recognize that I can be not the nicest of person, but I am always open to hearing how can I improve and get better? I, I think that makes all the difference. And it's crazy because we all know someone that we all have very differing opinions on. And it's funny because can I just point out that the first time I met this individual, I knew this individual was arrogant. Whereas both of you all were like, no, she's just confident. She just owns herself. And did you notice how I'm like, so girl talk right now, <laughs> right? <was> so <laughs> she got super it catty. It was catty, but it's truth. Let's, let's own the fact that I called it. And then one of you realized that I was right. Can I get a what, what? Whereas the other one was like, <laughs> what, what, no, I, she's still great. She's just, she just knows who she is. No, let's call it as it is. Okay. So 
when you talk about the teachability. Okay, wait, I want, I just have to say this. The best part about having Tisha here, and this is why we should have a vidcast and not just our podcast, <laughs> because I'm over here going, uh-huh. And Tisha's, Tisha goes into her mom mode of like, okay, ladies, <laughs> now we're going to have a conversation. Yes. Okay. Because that's what I do. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would agree with you. I mean, the teachability and being humble. And I would say, though, some people probably don't think that I'm humble. They probably think that I come off as unteachable. But I, I feel like I'm always, you know, meeting with people and, and trying to learn and asking them what do they think and what do they see that we could I could change as a person or as an organization. So I work diligently to put myself out there and do that, as uncomfortable as that can be. Mm-hmm. But... I do think that for some people, maybe they are teachable only with certain people. And like, maybe that's the whole, you know, how you you said on your other podcast, you know, some of us just don't click and that's just part of life. Mm -hmm. And maybe they are teachable with somebody they feel like they click with and it just doesn't show. So maybe I'm just mad that they're not teachable by me. Well, although I've never really engaged in conversation with this person because again, I identified in my own brain, this is someone that I don't want to let into my inner circle. It's like I knew it immediately. I love that you said that. So something I've learned about myself recently is, so I'm very much an advocate. So I grew up kind of that statistic kid, also got bullied because of all the things I went through. So my personality is very protective. Like I always want to stand up for people. And if I see something wrong, I jump to it. And so I think that when somebody is behaving badly, my first instinct, even though as a nonprofit, working with girls and teaching inclusivity is to put that wall up because we teach healthy boundaries, right? But I think the same time, when we feel that about somebody, we need to be definitely asking ourselves what's going on within us that we can't still be open-minded enough to really look at the big picture Because I think that that's what I do when I think somebody is wrong or they are wronging other people. I'm like, "Ah, door shut, slam. And that's something I'm really trying to work through. I think it's healthy. You need to know who you're around and what they bring. Mm -hmm. But also knowing as a person, like, am I really opening my mind? Is this somewhat an issue with me? Am I really seeing it for what it is? Because like you said, it can be confidence or arrogance. I could see it one way. They could see it a different way. It just Mm -hmm. depends. Tisha, I have been your friend here for a while. I have heard you say this a few different times, how some people think that you're intimidating. How does that make you feel? Oh, my favorite word. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I feel like the word intimidating is just as bad as aggressive. So Mm. you're basically trying to put a negative connotation with somebody. But I, I think that it's, you can easily be intimidating for many different reasons. So you can either be unteachable, which makes you intimidating. But I also feel like sometimes when, like I said, you're authentic and you refuse to change your values or your views. And I still respect other people's values, but when I'm not willing to bend, when other people are always willing to bend around you, that's intimidating because people are not comfortable doing that. It's so easy to really look around you and say, oh my gosh, it'd be so much easier if I just went with the flow. Like if I went with the flow, my life would be so much easier. (laughs) And so I do think that it's easy to be intimidating because I'm going to be honest, I'm confident and I know what I'm about sometimes and I'm not willing to change Mm -hmm. that for anything. And people don't like that. Mm -hmm. It makes them uncomfortable. But here's another thing that I don't think people 
well, they haven't taken the time to get to know your story. Mm-hmm. You have become that person because right. you were not always that person. And again, that piece right there, when people give you the opportunity to get to know your story, to get to know your person and hear who you really are, that's where the humility piece comes in. Because sister, you have been through some crazy amount of stuff that's made you confident and authentic in who you are. And that is a blessing for me as someone just seeing on the outside, just what a process it's been. And so I, I guess I can understand why people see that in you, but that means that they just haven't given you the opportunity to really share who you are and hear who you are. Right. And I appreciate that. And I think that's, I work diligently. Like we were talking about, I have a lot of coffees and a lot of lunches to really get to know people so that I can authentically say, I can get past that, that first visual or that first encounter that we all see. And I think that that's something we need to do as a community. If you really sit down with somebody and you listen to their story, you get a whole different view of them. If you don't, then that's okay. You know that your first impression was what it is and you roll with that. And at least you know that you've put the effort in. Like, I want to know that I've intentionally tried to get to know somebody mm-hmm. truly for who they are, right. not for maybe what I've seen at one thing or what we've heard. It always needs to be what you've encountered yourself, not what you have heard. So mm-hmm. I try to be really careful with that. Amy, any other things that you want to add to this conversation <laughs> and your experiences? I think that for me, sometimes... If I am a confident person within a specific setting, I'm seen as one way, Hmm. but then you put me into a different setting and I'm seen as a different way. So I just think it kind of depends on what kind of a situation you're in. And that's where that whole adaptability thing comes in of how am I confident? How do I exert my confidence in a way that works in this setting, but also works in this setting too. So it doesn't come across as intimidating or off-putting, but it doesn't come across as the other word either. Right. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Or even like sometimes people think if you're a confident person, especially if you're in a setting and you're a female and you're with men, they think you're flirty. Mm. I'm like, what is that? No, I am just a confident person. I am Mm -hmm. just owning who I am. I am not flirting. Yeah. I'm just me. Yep. So that, that frustrates me so much when men especially think that I'm like coming off with something, you know, or women are watching that and thinking, oh, you're just so flirty. No, I am not. I am a confident person. I'm going to own who I am. So if we're going to be real, I also feel like some of my behaviors that are displayed are, I'm going to be honest, are perfectly fine when men do it. Like they can Mm, be stoic and hard and not teachable or open-minded and that's okay. And that you know, in society, I feel like is just something that generationally has happened over time and all of those things. But I do feel like, you know, in watching women that are in power, they do have to lead differently and they do lead differently. I I watch the women that I admire and respect and they lead completely differently because I feel like if they led from the same angle, it would not go well. I mean, it hasn't Mm -hmm. went well for me in leadership roles. Like I always have to tame myself down always. And this is why I'm my own boss now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's one reason why we love you, Tisha, though, is that you're real and that you've, well, not only that you're teachable as well, but that you're a beautiful spirit. And same with Amy. You guys are just awesome. And I think you represent truly what leadership as a woman should look like. And so anything else you want to add? Back at you. Oh, thanks, friends. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So even though I expose a little bit more of my caddy side in this episode... (laughs) 
we love what we do. We love these conversations because we know that honestly, we need to be having these as women. We need to have real talks. We need to join together and, and not only support one another and to hopefully cross the line and shut down stigmas, but, you know, just be there for one another. Thanks for joining us. This is Girl Talk Real Talk. Definitely hit us up online. We have Facebook and Instagram. We are on SoundCloud and Apple now as well. And we're just interested in learning more about what you want to hear about, what you and your girlfriends are talking about. So maybe we can have some of those fun conversations as well. In the meantime, we'll catch you here on the flip side.